0: Hey girl, so, uh, you're wondering about summer school, how it could help you finish your degree faster and, um, but you're having some concerns about the time and the money and the stress that could be involved and is it really worth it? So my summer school experience actually turned out great and I have a few tips and tricks to help you pay for and survive it as a broke college student. A few things such as one of my classes I actually got extra credit for doing homework and I also had enough to pay for summer school exactly down to two dollars like I had two dollars extra that I didn't use um I know super random and I had some great professors and chose some of like the easier options and classes that I knew I could handle within the time frame so let's talk about that like continuous ideas of ways to graduate debt-free like I did, as well as handling your mental health and just um, following God to what he would guide for your life, for answers on what to study, where to go, your future, all of the good stuff. I am over on Facebook in our Facebook community entitled Christian College Girl Community Dash Scholarships and Graduate Debt-Free. So that's the whole title. The dash just indicates some more information of what it's about, but again, it's called Christian College Girl Community, and the link is in the show notes, so I would love if you guys would come and join me there. So, quick story, because it's a great way to start a podcast regarding um, summer school. So, I was trying to figure out what to do, and um, I, <laughs> I had my major and minor plans laid out in the university plan. You'll know that um, if you go back a few episodes ago when I talk about deciding a major and deciding on a university. But how to pay for it all, <laughs> plus summer school, because I had decided to do some summer school to bump up like the speed with which I was getting stuff done, and I also had some funds for it. So the amazing thing is my choir scholarship at my community college not only covered full tuition during the school year and i have some um, episodes about that way early on like somewhere in the single digit episodes go check it out um but they also covered both summer semesters not just fall and winter um they called them two summer semesters we had fall winter and two summer i know it's sometimes weird some people have spring and then summer whatever they called it um but There was such confusion for a while on whether it would be for just one summer semester or both of them, Um, but, you know, finally got it squared away through bugging enough people and phone calls and emails, and it cost $1,300 for both. Now, let me remind you, like, that would be great price now for some classes, but um, this is at a community college, so it was cheaper than probably the school you're at. But get this, my tuition and fees ended up being $1,298 for three summer classes, and I had $1,300 to cover it. Like, literally, praise God! Basically, I had two dollars to spare from my scholarships, but oh well, like, I just didn't get two bucks. It was so much cheaper to finish these few more classes in the summer at my community college than to wait and take them at the university. So yeah, Um, summer classes are usually shorter. So ours, we had the two summer semester, and they're six-week classes. Some out there are like eight-week classes, so you'd have to take into account how much time you have for each thing, right? Um, I was going to take Calculus 3 because I needed that for my math minor um but that would have been crazy in six weeks and i'm glad i didn't let's just say that turns out i took calc 3 later in the year with a super fun group of other people so it was good i didn't do it then but instead for this first summer semester i took statistics and anthropology literally thank goodness because like stats can be a difficult class but it was only the introduction to statistics and definitely easier than the recent calculus classes i had been taking so plus i was friends with like three other people in the class right so that helps and get this the homework in statistics was extra credit like what um <laughs> that was just in the syllabus they it literally was like the majority or all of the grade was just on the tests which is a lot of what a lot of college classes have um or sometimes projects, but there weren't any projects in here. But for, like, incentive to do the homework, it was extra credit. So I appreciated that. Um, I found that out, actually, by checking ahead of time. I took that class knowing that because I had asked some other students, had gone on, like, ratemyprofessor.com, all the, you know, all the good stuff. Now, anthropology was awesome because I just got to sit and listen to interesting lectures. It's, like, a fascinating subject. It's just different, you know, Humanity people groups like I just felt like I was learning cool unique stuff around the world type of thing and there wasn't too much homework. So a word of advice. Here is your very first tip and hack um, for summer school. The first one is to research ahead. Like literally I did these classes because I knew what I was getting into and also compared to like calculus, right? So Ask students who've already taken the classes you're looking into, especially for the short summer classes. Check the website ratemyprofessor.com and choose wisely. Have you guys heard of that website? So different students from, you know, all over, I don't know if it's internationally or just in the U.S., but um, can mark down like ratings, like positives, negatives for different professors for different classes they took, and you can kind of get a heads up on what the professor will be like, also take it with a grain of salt. I've had some professors on there who got terrible ratings, but I had them maybe at a different school or like I just was a good student, so like I could handle them and it was fine. Other people have had good reviews and they don't have the best experience, but you can use some of those to get started on your research. Sometimes it has been really helpful. Um, Also, secondly, for summer classes if you can plan ahead it would be awesome for you to plan summer classes as like fun or like the extracurricular not extracurricular um the electives that you need to take that aren't as specific classes that are more interesting um maybe challenging in that way but not like unnecessarily hard or just downright easy classes and if possible, try to fit your work around good classes like this instead of fitting your classes around work. I know that's not always possible, but that's my next second tip. Fitting good classes fitting work around good classes. Because with summer school and the speed and also that you might want to be outside more and not studying it all the time, you just don't want to kill yourself over this. Sometimes, you know, you can't. Be flexible with work. I understand. But for those of you who can, I would suggest getting focusing more on having the good classes that are interesting or easier or at least doable in the time frame compared to having the best shifts at work if you can change your shifts. Um, So that's the second suggestion. Okay, let's move on. So I actually started teaching before I was done with the story. There's a little bit more. Um, My last summer class. So remember I mentioned we have two summer semesters. It's just how our school was. Yours might be different. Um, the last one I took was macroeconomics online and it was much better to take this by itself, like literally because it was more difficult, had more time intensive than the previous two. But watch out for a future episode where I talk more specifically about this class, because since it was by itself, I took the class, I took a 14-week class, normally if it was in the full semester, and I did it in three weeks. What? (laughs) I finished a 14-week class in three weeks. Now, again, summer school generally was six weeks, so, I mean, already it was already being smushed, you know, smaller. Um, but I'm saying it was 14 weeks if it would have been in a normal semester time, and I did it in three. So um, just hang hang in there for me to give some advice on how I did that. But that is not as much the priority of this conversation, because that is more about how to do a class fast and not exactly how I was paying for um, summer school. Anyways, so I was finished with summer school. And let's go through a few more tips. One of the things, um, well, I already talked with you guys about how to decide what you were going to do and like research and stuff, but you're probably like, Kara, (laughs) the title talked about paying for it as a broke college student. Yes, yes, I did. So I'm gonna go to tip number three, which is how to pay for summer school. So I have done quite a few episodes in the past. Let me name a few that have talked about um, finding and applying for scholarships. So you can go back to some of these, such as episode 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15. Apparently I did it in a row. So there you go. <laughs> the early teens, right? Um, also, if you want to know how I got this full ride choir scholarship, which covered some of this stuff, that is episode three. It was five easy steps or five steps to getting an easy full ride scholarship or let me do it for you. So the or let me do it for you part is what we're going to talk about today. So you want to pay for college. You want to pay for this summer school. There are definitely ways um, through, you know, working and, you know, online, um, not online, getting a job on campus and oh, let's see, maybe some grants you might have if that's within your um, income range at in your state. But scholarships. Scholarships are a great way to pay for college. And did you know that you usually have to apply for financial aid for the summer? So it depends on the school, but when I transferred to my university and I went to Eastern uh, later on, I couldn't just see, oh, I have money left over for summer school. I actually had to do, like, an application for financial aid in summer school. Now, of course, they offered me, like, loans right away. I didn't want to do that. Um, And that's a separate place because um, I just did, like, I think one online class or something then. We're not talking about that. But I actually had to go and check into it. So it's currently March right now. Um, And this is when you need to be looking into this stuff if you're planning ahead for, you know, another semester, summer, semester time. So you need to actually check with your financial aid if you need to apply for summer school financial aid of any sort and see if you get some scholarships covering you. If you already have scholarships, they might literally just be continuing through the summer. So that's a step to do. Um, That step three is already looking at financial aid. And step four would be the last point that you could hire me to do it, honestly. I have a business where I help students find scholarships for college. I cannot apply for them for you because that would be illegal. (laughs) Um, But I can talk with you about your information, your plans for college and career, and I can go and look for them and present them to you so it cuts out all the hours or days or weeks that you'd spend looking for scholarships, and I can help present them to you, um, and then you just go ahead and apply for them for the summer and beyond. So, let's um, recap. So, I had mentioned that you can research ahead to look into what classes you can take, like on ratemyprofessor.com. Again, I'll say that slower. Rate my Professor.com and talk to other students you might be able to tell if you know It's an easier class or interesting and such number two is fitting work around your classes and not classes around your work if possible I know work can come and go and change the flexibility but that way you can try to get the easier or more interesting or more elective type not as intensive classes for the summer because it's such it's sped up right Um, number three is checking into your financial aid sometimes you have to like actually ask about summer financial aid and not just assume they'll let you know it depends on the school but sometimes if you have scholarships some of it might be continued over to the summer so ask about that and fourth you can Look for scholarships yourself. Now, some of those I mentioned earlier, those episodes like 11 through 15, when I mentioned different scholarships you could apply for, honestly, you could just go listen to those or go to those websites I suggest on there. But if you don't want to take the time to do all the research yourself, then you could totally hire me to do that. If you are interested in hiring me, please send me an email at info at com. Again, that is info at moneyandmentalpeace.com and I can guarantee finding you between $10,000 and $30,000 in scholarship opportunities. Yes, I did say that much. That's five figures of opportunities. Again, you'd have to do the applying because that would be legal for me to do. But I can guarantee finding you that much that you're potentially eligible for that you can try to apply for. So thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I'll see you again in a couple days and hopefully these are some good tips that can help you pay for and survive summer school as a broke college student. Thanks guys. Bye. Hey girl. Okay. So before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories and tag me?